Gabriel Rudolf von Rohr is the head of the Cantonal Audit Office in Solothurn, Switzerland, for more than 10 years. Prior to that, she held several positions in the professional environment, has a profound history in the M&A sector, and altogether more than 25 years of relevant experience. But not only that. Since 2015, she is the president of Global Institute of Internal Auditors in Switzerland, the IIA. As a certified public accountant and CGAP, she knows very well when it comes to internal audit and integrity. And that is what we will talk about today. Internal audit and integrity. Not only when internal audit is conducting their audit plan, also the integrity we expect from internal auditors. And as always, when I talk to my guests, I'm interested of what is not obvious, what is not yet written in the curriculum. I would like to learn about the human who impacts corporate integrity. What kind of secret will Gabrielle share with us today? I'm glad to have you here spending the next minutes together with us. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance, and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats, and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor. Corporate integrity matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. So, Gabrielle, thank you very much for being here and accepting my, in, uh, my invitation. Um, it's not usual because some people say really don't like to be on spot, especially if you are in such an environment as you are in internal audit. And when I correctly remind myself, we both know each other now for more than a decade and immediately connected mm -hmm. based on our values for integrity. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of true. I was um, thinking of um, when we met the first time and I guess it was on a uh, on on a training for um, integrity, maybe. Uh, yes, and I think you were so. there as 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 a speaker, and um, yeah, I was really uh, taken into this topic from from the first moment we, you showed up and you you told everything about this um, human factor. I guess since uh, already then you mentioned that the, the human being is the most important part in this. Um, in this field of, uh, of ethic, integrity, and um, how to um, reduce the, the risk for, um, for fraud. And so since then, uh, we are in constant exchange about all these kind of topics and challenges. Exactly, and, exactly. But today, I really would like to focus on you, about you and mm -hmm. your professional environment and also your own experience when it comes to corporate integrity, because I think you have a lot of challenges as an expert in internal audit and and that is very important as you mentioned it already in the beginning being the president of the professional body for internal auditors and i think also our listeners and myself are so curious and would like to learn more about you if that's okay for you 
Of course, of course. Thank you for having me uh, at your podcast. It's an honor for me to speak with you. And um, I hope I don't mess up. And I hope we have an interesting, interesting uh, discussion to us. Messing up is not an option because it will never happen because we just have a <laughs> conversation now between you and me and all of the listeners because I know they are interested in what you have to tell us right now. And I would like to start right now with the role corporate integrity plays for you as being a president. I think it's orchestrating such kind of professional body could be a challenge. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great uh, challenge. You know, we have all different um, sectors we represent. We have the financial sector as one of our most um, important uh, members. Then we have the all the administration with all these um, audit offices, uh, which one of them I'm leading, and then the, the industry, the multinational industry, um, pharma industry. Um, so it's it's like every sector you, you can imagine. And then we are quite fast in um, in the dif uh, difficult topic. Um, I mean, you know all. Uh, the banking system in Switzerland uh, sometimes um, they struggle with law in uh, foreign countries. Um, then we have the, the industry, um, multinational, um, maybe with some representatives or some um, um, companies in foreign countries, like in developing countries. And probably their corruption has another meaning than it has in Switzerland. And so if I go as a president of this institute and say um, there is uh, no space for corruption for internal auditor all over the world, um, there is no space for not being... Um, not having ethical uh, behavior on, on every step you take. So I'm already in the middle of a, of a big discussion. You know, can I, you I can... Up? Can you speak up like that? Because I think, or what I also experience is that integrity is still a taboo. And it's sometimes not that easy to discuss because everybody wants to talk about it somehow, but please only on the surface. Huh? Don't go into all the details. That's what I see. <laughs> yeah, so I've never speaked up that uh, that way, and I guess um, it would it would, wouldn't be appreciated from from everybody. Um, as I I mentioned, um, probably you have a, a production production company in somewhere in, in Asia and then I would say listen you as internal auditor you have to go there and you have to get rid of um, child work you have to get rid of um, uh, corruption um, you name it and then you say well but that's part of our um, that's part of our business mm -hmm. you know and so how can I go as internal auditor and say to my board or say to my management um, we have to get uh, rid of that. We um, cannot product our um, our products anymore in, in those uh, countries. Um, 
I, I wouldn't get very far with my discussion. So um, it's, uh, those kind of uh, topics we don't have on the on the highest point of the agenda as a, as an institute. But what is really important for me that um, this as an internal auditor and as as a function, there you, of course you have to show a hundred percent of integrity you have to show a hundred percent of of independence and that's where i focus more than on the um, on the work itself the auditor does mm -hmm. but as a person and as a as a function um it it's it, it's it's i mean it's keen to to be in uh, integral to to be independent and to show confidentiality, objectivity, otherwise you cannot uh, conduct your work. And you as a president, I imagine, you know, being a president, you are also the one leading the topics, you know, what you have now, yes. for, for example, for a space chapter. And what kind of role does integrity play? You know, when you have your agenda, for example, your, your agenda of topics, um, I don't know whether you have yearly plans as a president, you know, for, for such a chamber, but, you know, is, is it, do you have it set some uh, as a topic or is it just underneath everything? The most important topic for me is like independency mm -hmm. and integrity from my point of view goes with those independency. And so it's, it's always, it's, it's, it's part of it. And a couple of years ago, I wrote an article um, about um, the behavior of internal auditors with, with board members, with, with management. And there, of course, integrity plays an important role. Absolutely. Yeah. And what do you see? You know, that's just the opinion you have right now. And I know you as a leader of integrity, but I could also imagine that you don't have, you know, there are different pers um, perspectives. And um, I also know from several discussions that no, all, not all inter um, internal aud auditors have the same understanding of um, being independent. Sometimes I also see that um, internal auditors are rather the body of the of the operational um, boards and um, executive boards than being uh -huh. the, how should I say, the, the bodies of, for example, the audit committees, which should rather be the, the, the topic than being too close to the ones they have to audit afterwards. Uh, yes, I see those, um, those examples as well. Uh, probably it's not the right thing to be body to, to anybody. I Absolutely. Mean, internal audit needs to be independent <laughs> also kind of from the board. And I would uh, more see that as a sparring partner for, for the board, for the audit uh, committee. Yeah, maybe it's kind of, it's, um, uh, it's a misinterpretation or, or a misunderstanding. We um, raised the topic couple of years ago um, we, were, we said that internal audit or the head of internal audit needs a seat at the table yeah so we, we wanted that uh, internal audit is um, more visible um, it uh, internal audit discusses um, um, the topics with the management uh, on the same height. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, so we pushed also with the IEA Global, we pushed that the internal audit needs to be more important. And so some, um, they thought, well, if I have a seat at the table, so I'm part of the management team, so I'm part of uh, every session of the management team, so I'm part of uh, every social event of the management team, um, like every wine tasting, like, um, you know, you name it, like like everything. And and there I see it's getting really, it's, it's getting difficult because then, I mean, then you really become a body of them. You become part of them. Um, you go for a, a big dinner, you drink a little bit too much alcohol, you go to the bar afterwards and you um, tell maybe things about you or hear private things about the management. And it, then you get like together. And then you, yeah. I mean, how can you be independent the other day when it comes to like a real uh, difficult issue from from the internal audit you're somehow you are biased absolutely i mean you have to show me the the man or or the woman not being biased by by being too much too close uh, to to Mm -hmm. to the management absolutely Or or maybe there's a big event like um uh, the, the movie festival in, in, in Zurich and you go there at first row uh, with some other not with some other but with stars uh, on your side I mean then you're too much involved in, in the company too much involved in, in everything and you're I mean it's difficult to be um objective objective the way you should be as an internal auditor. I fully support your opinion on that. And I also think, as you mentioned before, they shouldn't be body of anybody. You know, They also have to be independent when it comes to discussion on the board level, also on the non-executive board level, because I think what I expect as a board member, I would like to have someone I can really discuss topics like you said, as a sparring partner, I don't need to have someone who just says yes, because I had an idea, because I would like to be challenged. I also like to be challenged as a board. And I hope that it also, that you also have enough executive um, board members who would like to be challenged. But to be honest, that's not what I see right now. You know, all these nasty questions from internal auditors, they are often not welcome. And they are not nasty, but they are perceived as that. And at the end, we would like mm-hmm. to bring forward our organizations and we need to have a strong internal audit team. And what you mentioned before about being part of every social event, it also goes into the direction, what I see right now, some internal auditor, auditors think they need to be incentivized for their work. And here I have a clear opinion. I would like to know your opinion on that. How are you going to incentivize or are you going to incentivize internal auditors? Um, my opinion is that the internal, well, let's start with the head of internal audit. Um, this person needs to have um, a good salary, which is about in the range of, of the salary 
of um, the, the other management. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be like the when you have a bank, the CEO of a of a large bank, and he gets um, like millions. It, it's not what I mean, but that at least he starts um, or she starts with a reasonable uh, salary, and and then that's it. So there's no um, bonus, or at least no bonus on the um, on the profit of the company, because then already you're biased yeah. again. I mean, then you'll probably look for all the topics which could raise the profit, and not look for all the topics that could potentially reduce uh, the, the profit. Um, so I'm not a, a fan for a bonus um, when it comes to um, when it's um, connected to to the profit. Yeah, absolutely. And and so f- for me, it's um, the best thing. It's it's like a, a fixed salary and and no bonus. Why? Because I think the head of internal audits needs to be a person. Um, in, with a lot, lot of integrity, um, should you should rely on on this person as an audit committee, and you choose the person you think fits the best, and then you think this person just does a good job, and so there's no need for any other incentives than just having this person on this position um, chosen very well and and just have these um, regular conversations as a board member, um, have these private meetings and challenge them to challenge each other during those meetings. And if one day you think this person doesn't do a good job anymore, then you try to put the person back on track. And if it doesn't um, fit anymore, probably you have to choose another one. But, so I don't really think that it's, uh, incentives are needed for, for the head of internal audit. What do you think about the bonus is not related to, um, to the profit? You know, For example, if you have really a great internal audit team, and they, for example, they had to perform additional um, audits due to some, I don't know, investigations or whatever kind kind of special events we also face as, as an organization. What do you think about these kind of bonuses, you know, due to extraordinary workload or effort or whatever? I guess if, 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 if it's um, after the work is done and then the audit committee decides, wow, now this really, this was, uh, they went the extra mile. Um, this really uh, extremely relevant audit report and we move forward in this topic. Okay, why not giving them at the end um, uh, extra bonus? But to say upfront, okay, guys, um, by the end, when you went some extra miles, you get some extra money. That's for me, it's not the right way to yeah, incentive absolutely. the internal audit. But retrospectively, you also 
could think about um yeah, I mean, it would be like a reward for for the work you have done. Exactly, and, and you know, retrospectively, of n- and not telling them that they could achieve or if they achieve yeah. extraordinary ordinary reports, because that's also what I expect. You know, I expect always the best from the team <laughs> because that's what we pay them for, and we, I think yeah. we we should make sure that we really pay a, a salary which is marketable and. Um, that yeah. they can also be proud of having such a function because I think it's one yeah. of the most important functions you can have within an organization to protect also the future of the company. When we are now um, talking about all these bonuses and um, incentives and biases, may I ask you a, a rather personal question? Because I think our listeners are also interested in <laughs> that human being um, being the president and um, have such a deep knowledge have you ever been in the situation that you your personal integrity was under pressure or at risk? Probably constantly a little bit um, at, at risk. Um, maybe it's not um, because they 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 want um, to pull internal audit on your side, but um, I feel constantly um, with people trying to involve me um, also on the political uh, level. So I have <clears throat> my um, discussions with the, the Commission of Finance and, and there we have all these, um, these parties. I mean, so you have the, all the parties, you know, in, in, in Switzerland. And of course, they, they sometimes they try... Um, to put you on on your side, and maybe you, you feel a little bit more comfortable on the left side, and so there are you kind of identify yourself more with the social party, and think well, probably they're right, uh, and then you go back to the office and say, oh wait, now. So, what happened here? Huh? <laughs> what happened here? You took the risk to be, to be um, a little bit, um, yeah, to be biased to, to go into <laughs> social engineering. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's not on purpose they do that. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. their role, and they have to represent their party. So it's already in in that part. And then we have the all the administration we have the, the head of a different departments and, and then you have um, you call each other by by first name or first name term and then they think like oh gabriel um, now we know each other for a couple of years and uh, you know this audit you plan in my department <sighs> It's, you know, it, 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 it's really, I'm really under pressure. Yes, I know. You know, and it's such a, you know, critical, a critical um, um, business there. Yes, I know. So why don't you um, audit this only next year? So concrete. No. Okay, they are really yeah. awesome. Oh, so concrete. Yeah, try. Yeah, you can, you can always to... try. Maybe you know, but I think they should know you now for that long that they they know. No, she's not going to change her plans. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, what, what we do, we just uh, sometimes we say, okay, it's not in October because they're really under pressure. So we show up in November. Maybe next year? No, we definitely have to do, do this uh, audit in November or we just can, you know, a little bit change or enlarge the, the topic, but just... Um, take it away from the schedule. That's uh, one thing I don't know, or put something on the schedule. And um, this is also, they ask, sometimes they ask me, well, um, this, this head of, um, of this office is about to, he's retiring next um, October. So could you make your audit, an audit in um, November? So we kind of clean up everything. And then the new person being in charge has like a, you know, <laughs> a clean desk. It's not our. It's definitely not our um, duty to do this. And then I say no. So no, they're constantly. You're a little bit negotiating you, all the time. Negotiating, right? like, yes. Like like the little child who would like to have something from you, it's because you know you are now in the business for more than twenty five years. And you exactly yeah. know how to cope with it, but. What are the what are the tips you could give also the younger generation doing that? Because you also you also grew into that role and you are a person of a lot of integrity and you know exactly you, you know I think I wouldn't know anybody who could really influence you um, or bias you or social engineer you that you are going to change your plan definitely not as I know you you know for the last few years but <laughs> I think there are also other people and um, you know not yet that mature. Um, to cope with such situations? I mean, yes, you know me and I, I start from really from the very extreme point. I say, if I can do my work the way I want to do it, then I quit. And so if now um, the, um, the government tells me you should do this, this audit and I just don't want to do it or you should just not disclose this report um, if it comes to the extreme then I quit and then I'm ready really ready to do that and you and have a, you have a mindset of independence you know absolutely yeah. a very strong one but not all the internal yeah, exactly. auditors are like that that's also what we experience out in the market right now <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm sure it's it's not it's um not everybody has the same mindset, but just I, I would I would um, tell this to anybody who wants to to hear it or who asks me how do you do it, and I would suggest try to to come in in yeah in this position. Try to go come to this point. Okay, when they don't do what I would like to do, I should be able. To go away, mm -hmm. so you really then have your in independence. Now, of course, then you have to negotiate uh, a little bit, um, but just don't be afraid of, of of saying no. Don't be afraid of, of speaking up, and nothing can happen to you. I guess, but just don't be afraid to speak up. I guess you always have somebody being. Um, somebody who protects you. Either we have you have the board, 
who needs to protect you. And this is crucial. I mean, yeah. the board really has to protect internal audit. And if there's like one board member who doesn't like you, there is still um, a handful of, of other board members. And um, if there's just one manager who doesn't like you, and so there's still others. And if you do uh, professional work, you can prove what you do. You can um, defend why you say no. Mm -hmm. I guess you don't have to be afraid to say no. No, absolutely not. And I think I really like the sentence you said, don't be afraid to speak up. And there is always someone who protects you. And if not, you are in the wrong place, in the wrong company, in the wrong organization. So if the board is not backing you up as internal auditor, you have to think about the value such, an, <clears throat> such a company has. And then I think that's another other indicator if you have no support that you should find another place to be active as an internal auditor. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it starts when you when you go to work there. I mean, for internal auditor, even though you're not in charge of the whole team, but you have to check the the, the governance. You have to to check uh, who is on on the on the board. Um, how is the organization of, of this company? The internal audit, does it have an audit charter? So is the function itself, it's really um, put in the organization the way it should be from um, the rules of um, the, the IEA Global. And if this is not the case, so probably you shouldn't go to work for this company. Because that's, that's really important that if you find out uh, something which is um, maybe the management does, does wrong or goes, takes too many risks or there is some bribery, you come with a report and nobody protects you. I mean, how can you do your work? Do you ever propose your... Um members of your um, your institution institution you know do you um suggest them to do a background check on the on the board before before they start as internal auditor um so far not officially um <laughs> that, because i think that's very important you know as an internal yes, auditor before you start you have to do a background check and also on the on the on the board because that's what i think is often forgotten because you think you they are just the board but at the end the board is what needs to protect you and what you know at the end the board is the client of the auditor's work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I can probably can tell you really something from from really my private experience. Um, a couple of years ago, I was um, about to to change my my position because I had a, a offer for for another for from a private company, and I went through all this process of. Um, of recruiting and it all went fine so so far I knew the company and I thought well that would be really a very interesting job as head of internal audit but then just um, before I had to speak with the audit committee 
I, I met the CEO. I had to meet the CEO. And this was such an awful um, discussion, such an awful uh, um, uh, interview. I just, inside of me, everything broke. And I really, I said, do I really want to work with this person? And on the one hand, I was really on, on the, the top three or the last uh, three persons uh, for, this, for this job. Very nice company, but they're going to get a very nice salary, a very nice position. But I couldn't handle it. I mm -hmm. spoke uh, for, uh, with the audit committee, but after this interview, a person said to me, you haven't been yourself in this interview with the audit committee. And of course, I didn't get this job because in really in my heart, I didn't want to have this job because I just couldn't imagine to work with those persons. And only then I realized how, I would not say bad, but how not perfect this uh, governance situation mm -hmm. is. And how important and, it is, isn't it? And because how important it is. And totally. I think there are, there are many people out there, they would they would take that job if they would receive it. And maybe they would also play a role in front of the audit committee or the CEO just yeah. to get the job. Yeah. But at the end, I think it's it's not beneficial for both sides, not for the internal auditor, nor for the company itself. Because if it's not matching for such a crucial yeah. position, yeah. it's yeah. not really supporting the goals and the strategy. Not at all. And I mean, I really, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't do anything. It was just uh, inside of me, everything was, uh, was, was, was dead. And so I had, in the end, I didn't have a chance to um, convince the audit committee to, to hire me. And um, you also didn't uh, want to, Gabrielle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't, I didn't want to. But one, you know, uh, on the one hand, I said, wow, I, I need to have this job. It's cool. And on the other hand, which was, I guess, more prominent in, in myself, I didn't want it. So I didn't get it. But thank you very much also very, for that. It's very private. That's a really <laughs> private one. Yeah, thank you very much. I think also our listeners appreciate that. And when you look now, you know, you as a person, as the human being here, and also the president from, that, from the professional um, side, what do you expect as trends and the potential of corporate integrity when it comes to um, internal audit for the next few years? I know we cannot, uh, you know, we, we, just, we all don't know what happens over the next few years, but I think you have some kind of ideas and maybe also on your agenda, what you would like to have, um, what kind of impact you would like to have in your environment. It, it still was was or was already important so far, but I guess it, it gets even more important when you see um, worldwide or also Switzerland the companies um, being under pressure for um, all those um, uh, ESG and topics. Um, corporate governance is is getting more important. Because the, the younger generation of generation coming after us, they are more um, critical. 
they are very well informed and they have social media and bad news are spread very fast. Um, they make their opinion and um, they decide, young people decide and then just change change the products or uh, also change companies when mm -hmm. they are employees. And so internal audit is even as a function more important, but also the personality, the, the in, in integrity and also the independency in that that environment it's getting more important and it's important that both sides you choose your your company you choose your um, board members and the board that chooses the internal audit and stuff so they can on a confidential base they can work really together and go forward with the company and um, try to to resolve all the risks coming up on the in the future and especially from those um, as i mentioned it, these uh, esg um, topics so are internal auditors the future rock stars of course i mean there are already <laughs> you are already stars, isn't it <laughs> Gabriel, I'm going to post, post it on LinkedIn. <laughs> Internal auditors are new and <laughs> being rock stars. Yes. So, but thank you very, very much, Gabriel. It was so a pleasure to listen to you and to learn from your experience. And also thank you for your insights, the personal ones also, because you know we have a lot of listeners, more than 70 countries are reached. And oh. I wish you all the best for your future, orchestrating the internal auditors and having the impact, impact you would like to have. And I'm looking forward to our next conversation. So thank you very much for your, um, for your time. Yeah, thank you very much, Sonia, for having me um, on your podcast. Uh, podcast. It was uh, really a great pleasure. And um, good luck. Good luck for you with uh, your work and uh, on or with the human factor. And um, looking forward to seeing you next time. This was the episode number 34 of the Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the motto, Corporate Integrity Secures and Empowers Individuals and Organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget, topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. Thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernimann and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.